0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Ghetto. My name is Hans. I'm Edward. And we are your hosts for now and forevermore.
1: or Until we just end up dying because of old age. (laughs) Until
0: we stop packing up. (laughs) 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 So just to get straight into it, um, our, our listeners, for those of you who have been listening for a very long time, thank you and welcome back if you're new. Um, Gettle is a podcast about gaming, entertainment, technology and lifestyle All wrapped up in a wonderful Geeky
1: tissue box <laughs> Okay, there we sure, go.
0: fine um, Ladies and gentlemen, I must apologize from my side for today I am pushing through this I actually am experiencing terrible back pain right now um, Hence the whole falling apart thing um, we're, It's basically, think of it as like a pinched nerve um, Because of a spasming muscle Because of something else that was out of alignment <laughs> As I've now found out <laughs> So uh, It's I not that we we're going to be rushing through this episode or anything But um, Yes, we're going to make it quick and suscent.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nice It's going to probably be sh- uh, The shortest one in a while we've done P- Possibly, possibly Look, We'll yeah. see how it
0: goes I'm, I'm taking it as best as I can um in terms of the my pain threshold so um which I have a, a very high one <laughs> not that anybody was asking <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway oh well look speaking of um we almost didn't record today's episode because of this and mm-hmm. for our long-term listeners you, you'll notice that we finally published the bonus episode yeah hey yeah it, <laughs> finally it only took like a long six time months. coming <laughs>
1: It was a good one though. We got very riled up, kind um, um, Yeah, we did.
0: So, for for those of you who who do end up listening to it, um, you'll most likely hear myself. Well, mostly myself, I suppose. Get just just a tad upset about everything that is is going on with with certain manufacturers and, and things out there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this is our thirty fourth episode. Um. Mm-hmm. Welcome to October, everyone. It's Spooktober, for most people. Yeah. we actually do have some um, interesting, spooktacular topics. Not for this episode, but coming up, obviously, because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not exactly Halloween yet. Um, But we will have some interesting things going forward. But with that in mind, and as always, we're going to push ahead with um, reviews, previews, and a little bit of news. And I just love how that rhymes. (laughs) 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 So, Edward actually has the bulk of... um, What we're going to be talking about for this week, purely because I have just been on my back in bed for the last three days.
1: You've been dying. You can't judge me for that one.
0: I haven't really been doing much, um, other than, I guess, sleeping. Um, So, Edward, by all means, please take it away.
1: Yeah. um, So, in terms of reviews and previews and whatever else, um, coming between today and tomorrow, you're going to find my review for... The Mafia: Definitive Edition. I almost called it Mafia Three again for some reason. I don't know <laughs> why. Um, and also WWE 2K21 Battlegrounds. Oh, um, that's now, a mouthful. Now, uh, interestingly oh. enough,
0: in terms of these two games, A, I'm very yeah. keen about Mafia because I've never played Mafia mm-hmm. before. All right. Yeah. And B, I actually didn't realise that WWE Battlegrounds is totally different to. Every other WWE game that's come out before. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm I'm now going to basically sorry, just let you talk, but I just wanted to give you my two cents there for a second.
1: (laughs) No, that's cool. Um, in terms of how different Battlegrounds is, it's mega different. Um, the art style is weird. It's it's kind of like a mixture between Fortnite and cell shaded effect kind of thing. Okay. Um, I don't like it at all. Um, I don't like that art style (laughs) to begin with. Um. Like as great as Overwatch is, I don't like the art style. Oh, why so, not? So I don't know. It's not for me, I guess. Okay. Um, and it's entirely different to previous WWE games because it's 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 a weird like hodgepodge of um, many of uh, of the the game modes you found in previous WWE games, but it's it doesn't have the story mode. It doesn't have the the, the, the cutscenes that that the previous one so said, it, it's not serious at all. Uh, so uh, which, wh- what
0: is it then? Is it like is it arcadey? Like
1: Yeah, it it's very, very arcadey. Um uh, it feels almost like they only did it for multiplayer. Um now you can play the single player, but I think it's catered for multiplayer, which maybe that that ended my, my review a little bit. Okay, fair and, um, enough. But also the trans- the microtransactions, is so. Oh, are they bad. bad? Are they bad? It's very, very, very bad. Um, it's in your face all the time. It's it's expensive and not worth it most of the time. Wow. Um, it's just a bad game. Oh, well, that's that's
0: unfortunate. Uh, to ask, it's Take Two, hey? Yes. Oh, sorry, Two K Interactive.
1: For... Yeah, Take Two owns Two K. Yeah. It's, okay, it's so am
0: am I surprised? No. But no. they're doing this, so for for anyone <laughs> who's been listening to Together for some time, you'll know where our stances are when it comes to certain uh, publishers and developers, because there are mm-hmm. a few out there who genuinely appear to care about their fan bases, and then there are those mm-hmm. that really just want to screw you for as much money as possible. Exactly. <laughs> and unfortunately, no. this is one of them. But but exactly. with that aside, though, like like if we take the um the the pay for play. I guess that's how you could call it mechanics mm-hmm. out. Is the game any good?
1: Um it's well optimized. I'll say that man. It's load it loads quick and it plays very smooth. Um Is it there fun? are no bugs. That's
0: like the most important thing.
1: I did not find it very fun. Man. Oh, okay. Um yeah. If I have to think about it, it's it's gonna be an average score. Um I never think about my score until the end of my writing. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, it it's it's a very average game. If you cut the microtransactions out of it. Um, and if you don't uh, think about I'm, that aspect.
0: You, do you know what this is making me think? It makes me think like it should be mobile.
1: Yeah, it feels hey? like a mobile game. That's that's oh. super, super spot on.
0: Wow, mm. that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, well, it is what it is. I don't know why they decided to do this with, with the it's actually, It Actually, it
0: brings up a point that we made in our recent bonus episode. We both, we, we both speak about how, um, you know, there was that whole fallacy of game pass um you know being a subscription service and therefore inciting the fact that a lot of games would then have microtransactions as a result you know to like offset the cost but then when we actually looked at it it turns out that something like game pass actually takes away the need for microtransactions yeah so it's, it's it's interesting it's interesting if anyone's really interested in that uh segment by all means please check out our first bonus episode anyway Okay, that's
1: disappointing. Um, yeah, it's I'd very seen, disappointing.
0: I, I saw some people online were giving it, they were saying how much fun it was. So I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, I, you know.
1: I didn't enjoy it. Maybe it's just not my kind of game. And that's know? perfectly um, all right. Remember, that's yeah. the, whole,
0: the whole point of a review process. Uh, for people yeah. out there who are unfamiliar, you must understand, when you read a review from someone, it is their personal opinion. Exactly. It doesn't mean that, you know, their score is infallible. And this is why it's so important to always read up multiple reviews until you find someone who seems to have a similar view on things that you like and that you enjoy. So, anyway, you you play to your strengths and that's the same from a review perspective.
1: Exactly. Um, That's why IGN has like 10 reviewers because everyone gets the games that works to their strengths and yes um, unfortunately you and i we're a two-man team yeah so we we <laughs> kind of have to balance everything <laughs> um so yeah if it's all subjective it's all opinion based uh, take it as you will yeah, on yeah. the other hand though uh, mafia is a game i really did enjoy um oh, good
0: to know good to know yeah uh, now i've, I- I've never I played a mafia game before have you
1: i've played a little bit of the first game long okay. ago so um, so, so I,
0: technically you've you've played the original of this one because this one's yes. now a complete remaster
1: yeah, this is a remake, they say it feels oh. like a reboot, but also not so like um, okay it, it's it's vastly <laughs> different in how it looks and sounds, and um even what it yes, does yes. Uh, it, it's got new stories it it fleshed out a bunch of the side characters that that literally only got like a word or two mentioned in the previous game. Um, but then the gameplay surprisingly feels similar. It feels kind of dated in a way. And I said as much in my review. Um, it it just feels not new. But
0: isn't that um, really just one of the biggest issues with remasters?
1: Yeah, Is I that, think you know, so.
0: Th- they... they, they change the way it looks but they seldom Mm. change the way it feels now you know in many circumstances you can appreciate that because they're trying to preserve what the original game was like Mm. you know but then that's not a remake then that's just a remaster a remake implies that they've gone back to the drawing board to redo every single thing including gameplay
1: exactly um like look at doom for instance oh Uh, yeah that's that's is that a remake (laughs) or is that a reboot you don't that's know. That's a reboot. But, that's a reboot. But, but, but it's, it's, entirely, it's, new, different, it's yeah. entirely different. It's <laughs> different. But it's also not. Okay.
0: That's a bit of an unfair comparison.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, I'm not comparing you know, the I mean, two, <laughs> but it's just... No. I, the, I,
0: I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah.
1: The, the word remake and the word reboot, it's weird. And I go into depth in my review about it as well. Like, they say it's a remake. It feels like a reboot, but it's not. Um, yes. Anyway, it is an enjoyable game if you can put the controls to one side. Um, it looks phenomenal it, it the acting the the motion capture and the acting is amazing um, it's like okay. red dead levels of good um, oh that's
0: it that's impressive yeah that's no, impressive. it's it's
1: it's honestly good and what what also struck me or what surprised me about the game rather is that it's presented as an open world but yes, it's linear but it's no oh. um so so you have the open world to your disposal. You can go through Lost Haven and do well you can't do much, but you can you can drive through it, you can walk through it, you can interact with stuff. But the the mission the game is structured in such a way that basically it takes you from point A to point B and that's it. It never asks okay. you to go do random side stuff. It never asks you to go fishing or find <laughs> newspaper po- articles for collections. It's, it's just okay. structured uniquely, I'd say. Um, well, that's not a bad that's necessarily like a bad that. thing. You know, no, again, it's
0: a product of its time, right? Exactly. So, you know, in the original exactly. game, it was the same. You know,
1: I actually can't recall if the original was an open world, but it essentially takes on the the aspects of the original in in okay, that. Okay, that's also awesome. You just okay. go from so one so, point so, to so, another. So, sum it
0: up for us. Well, 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 well. In terms of summing it up for us, give us super brief like, what the game is about, why we should play, and if you think it's worth it.
1: Okay, so, Mafia, in Mafia, you, you take on the role of a guy named Tommy Angelo. Um, Mafia 1 obviously tells the story of Tommy's uprising into the Ciliary family. So, it's it's basically a, a mob, criminal family game, um, which takes you just through all the steps of becoming the best known mobster around and it's an open world but it's also not um it's kind of like gta Lite in a way so if you like (laughs) gta you like this gta um, light with with
0: a mob uh overtone with a mob
1: (laughs) skin around it yeah and and it's phenomenal the acting is great and the story is especially grand yeah okay that's awesome well good to
0: know look as i said before it's one of the few games where I've seen a lot about it in the past, and I've always been mm-hmm. curious about it. So when 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 the definitive edition came around, I was like, "This is fantastic! I definitely want to give it a shot." So I'm actually yeah. really glad to hear that you've given it quite a positive um, quite a positive outlook. I mean, yeah, mm. I'm definitely definitely going to check it out. <laughs> mm. Good, good. Well, look on the topic of video games, um, mm. we've spoken quite a lot about PS5 and Xbox Series X and so on and so forth. Yep. And in particular, we've made no allusions as to how we feel about certain parts of the, no. <laughs> you know, the, the, the lead up to the launch of these consoles. Yep. And with this in mind, um, actually, we came across these really funny um, skits by a, a comedy group called Reckless Comedy, it's and um, yeah, it, <laughs> it's all about where there's this guy obviously and you know he has a ps4 and now he's going to upgrade to ps5 and you know they've they've given the ps4 and ps5 real people to act as in the scene if that makes any mm-hmm. sense and it's just it's just hilarious just like the, the, the things that they say like you know obviously ps4 is jealous that ps5 is coming and ps5 is all like you know you're a dumb bitch, move on. You know, it's my time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here now, you know. Um, they they it, don't do any punches. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, it's a bit difficult to talk about. I guess it's one of those you've got to watch it to really understand it. Yeah. So um, we're going to link it down below, but definitely, definitely check it out. Um, it, it gave me a proper, proper good laugh. Um, they're actually a, a comedy group that's been around for some time, which I wasn't aware of. I, mm-hmm. I first saw them through this, through this PlayStation Girl thing. Um, and it's, it's, it's genuinely good um it's not much more to say to it than that other than you know if you're a gamer and you you find um comedy you know you want to laugh a little bit this is definitely something to check out
1: (laughs) yeah um
0: now in terms of going from comedy to have you ever gotten to a point in your life where you're like you know you really want to read something but you're not sure what kind of like i don't know if anybody else is like this but has anybody ever spent like half an hour letting your food go cold while you're looking for something to watch on netflix (laughs) Always. (laughs) <laughs> Always.
1: <laughs> Always.
0: Um, well, has it ever happened to you for reading? Like, If you want, to, if you feel like reading a book, have you ever had that sort of, you really don't know what to read or you have so much, you don't know what to pick? Now, mm. um, I've had that in the past. Uh, more so along the lines of, you know, like sometimes you feel a certain way and you're kind of like, what can I watch or consume or read that will, you know, make me feel, that will satisfy the way I'm feeling right now. And so I found this website called which book. And what's cool about it is, you know, generally when you look up, um, you know, if you go to a library, if you go anywhere or any website or anything, um, and you're looking for books to read, it's always these really cumbersome lists, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. top 10 sci-fi or top 10 romance or top 10 action. And, and a lot of the times, you know, if you look at that, you're like, I don't really know if that's really going to suit me. You know? Exactly. Um, Now, what's cool about Witchbook is that they allow you to search for books to read by many other facets, in addition to the author and the title. So, in that, I mean, you can search by mood, by emotion, by character, and there's a whole lot of other little extras. So, what I'm actually going to do now, because I'm in pain, is I'm going to open up the website... (laughs) (laughs) And I'm gonna type in pain, and I'm gonna see what what my results are while we are recording this episode of Gittle So how? Okay, so I, I'm now I'm given a bunch of lists. I'm gonna say yeah. sad. <laughs> on, my, on the sad scale, I'm gonna pull up to the top, and then I'm gonna. <laughs> sad okay i know i know I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm making i'm making i'm jesting now but there's actually like there's a lot of options here so it's like happy sad oh. funny serious and the cool thing is there are a lot of sliders so you can pull them and you can mix and match them to eventually find the kinds of books that you might actually enjoy this you know so cool. or i i really i really think so i think it's so cool that people are doing things like this so it's called which book, and as always, and uh, not which, like, you know, cackling witch on a broom, just like which, like, which book would you read? <laughs> yeah. And as always, we'll, we'll link in the show notes, and you guys, you can you can check it out. Actually, I'm, I'm, let us know if you, if this comes in handy at all. Let us know if yeah. you're able to maybe find something really cool from this that, um, you know, you, you may or may not have found before. Like, for example, there's a toggle here for no sex and lots of sex. <laughs> We're not even at the NSFW yet. but um... <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a good toggle to have.
0: Now I'm curious, Ed. Have you ever read a Star Wars book or novel before?
1: I have not. I, I actually own four of them, but I don't. Oh. I've never read any of them.
0: Oh, that's um, interesting.
1: Yeah, I keep getting more books and just putting those off. <laughs> so Look, no, i Well, I've well not. I
0: mean, I, I'm like that as well. I, I, if I if you open my my books up on my iPad, you'll see like. Tens of books. Exactly. I was, was going to say hundreds, but not exactly. And almost none of them have been read. Kind of exactly. like how I know that you, our longtime Ghetto listeners, are still wondering whether or not I have finished Midnight Sun. The answer mm-hmm. is no. <laughs> <laughs> I will eventually get there, I suppose. Now I bring this up because we, we obviously we're speaking about which book, and now I want to lead into a Star Wars topic. And uh-huh. for me, I found this to be absolutely fascinating and. At first, unbelievable. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know, I kind of get it. So we all know of um, James Earl Jones, voice of Darth Vader, iconic, yeah. you know, and, and voice of Mufasa. But more importantly, in this circumstance, voice of Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. Um, we know who he is and it's, you know, and so on and so forth. But now we also know of the other famous characters, you know, like Han Solo, um, Luke Skywalker, and of course, Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia. Yes. Well, th- the most interesting fact that I came across was that that James Earl Jones and Carrie Fisher had never met each other until uh, until they filmed, I think, there was an episode in Season 7 of The Big Bang Theory. That is That's... decades after the films. That's huge. You... Hey? How, how wow. crazy is that? So, I mean, you would have thought that possibly in the past, you know, maybe at uh, functions or events or something, they would have, you know, crossed paths. But apparently, been... they hadn't, you know? Yeah. And it just goes to show how how small the industry is in this very large world of ours. That, that even mm. then, these people who have been working on this franchise for, like, most of their lives never met. Yeah. And um, well, what's funny about the story is, uh, apparently, um, it, it comes from one of the Big Bang Theory showrunners called uh, Steve Mortaro. He actually revealed this information. And apparently, when um, Carrie Fisher saw James Earl Jones for the first time on set... Uh, she called out daddy <laughs> because <laughs> well, obviously she's not wrong. Yeah, you know princess yeah. layers yeah <laughs> yeah that's cool so i thought i thought uh, that was um that was really like really awesome i mean but but like, how weird though like imagine for decades yeah. you're in this franchise and you've never met somebody who's such an integral part to not just your character but the franchise itself
1: exactly it's it, it, it's fascinating both of these actors have been involved with the franchise forever for for decades now because they've both been doing voiceovers and, exactly. and parts of skits and holiday specials look, and yet no one
0: so, so look perhaps you know from we know that James Earl Jones was purely a voice. Right? Yes. I mean he was never really in the the suit. So you yes. know from that perspective you sort of get it, you know? But then as Edward was saying now like how has he not how have they not met since then? You know, yeah, it's, you know, it's phenomenal. It's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. it, it's just one of those weird things. Now, speaking about Darth Vader, we mm. all know that he's basically part android, right? Yeah, he's pretty much so all now android. Yeah. <laughs> yep. As Obi-Wan would uh, <laughs> handle it anyway. Um, so now he's obviously, we, we must assume that because of the, the, the universe that Star Wars takes place in, that obviously they had advanced technologies and so on and so forth. And we obviously in today's day and age don't have, um, we're not as advanced as we wish we could be. And one of those Mm -hmm. things that's actually holding us back is the fact that we rely heavily on silicon. As in all of our computer-based components are silicon-based. Now, there's been a lot of research into creating carbon-based platforms or um, structures for computing. Now, we haven't really managed to successfully do this because trying to... um, conduct electricity through carbon is almost impossible because carbon in, in many senses it almost like it absorbs it um it acts as like a bit of a buffer now what's interesting however is that they've actually have made some breakthroughs in terms of carbon based computing and so with this in mind um what's what, what we just have to speak about it because essentially what this will do this move from silicon to and uh, not silicone, you know from silicon to mm-hmm. carbon will be able to increase processing power and just general computing elements by a thousand fold. I mean, can you just imagine that? That's so massive. I mean, like one of the, one of great examples was how, imagine now having a mobile phone that lasts for months on one charge versus barely lasting a full day. This Jeez. is the kind of breakthroughs we're going to be experiencing soon with carbon based
1: computing. Hey, isn't that just if- incredible? That soon couldn't come in fast enough. Was, <laughs> sounds amazing. Because,
0: I mean, we we all know about... Um, oh, and, and, and just as I was about to say it, the, the words have slipped my, my mind. Um, that that law of um, diminishing returns.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you know what the name of what it is called?
1: <laughs> I Moore's Law. It was... there we go.
0: Moore's Law. Moore's Law. Okay. So oh, we know okay. about Moore's Law and diminishing returns, whereby yeah. um, you can only really cram so much... Uh, you know, and in components into a small amount of space before you eventually get to a plateau. Now, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're currently still making advances, you know, with like um, four nanometer technologies and so on and so forth. But carbon will completely revolutionize this. I mean, for something to be a thousandfold, I mean, can you just imagine? Anyway, anyway, sorry. Now, uh, in, in terms of this, apparently, it's a team of chemists and physicists at the University of California in Berkeley. Yeah. have have managed to finally create one of the last tools needed in a toolbox of creating carbon-based computing. And um, to cut a long story short, and look, it's quite in-depth, it's quite detailed, so I'm just going to give a very, very brief overview of what this is, but I implore you all to go and read it because it really is fascinating, um, is that they've they've been able to make a full-on metallic wire completely out of carbon. And in so doing, they've basically set the stage for further research to truly make carbon-based resistors and ultimately computers so it's it's fascinating it's a fascinating fascinating time that we live in at the moment it i mean because i mean not only because i mean carbon has a lot of really great um you know um components to it right yeah. and the fact that we were heading in that direction means that we, we will have much, much smaller and more powerful computers than we've ever imagined before. I mean, already now, something like an Apple Watch on my wrist is an incredible piece of tech. I mean, I mean imagine an, something like an Apple Watch, but like a quarter of the size, but, you now, know? but it lasts for even longer, you know, and ca- is more powerful.
1: <laughs> something that's carbon-based, that we are carbon-based, aren't we? Yes, yes, we are. So technically we can, <laughs> with this toolbox now that's finally complete, we can create computers out of ourselves.
0: Possibly. Look, I, I, I would say that that's not out of the realm of possibility.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I, I would imagine that that this is a fundamental breakthrough in terms of where we will go with tech in the future. Mm. I mean, who knows? Maybe you're right, Ed. Maybe in the future, you know, you'll just get a patch. You know, a patch yeah. that you, you put on your skin like a, a fake tattoo. And, and that your Apple Watch yeah. or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's how it works, yeah. It, just draw, it draws off your um ele- electromagnetic field and it's perpetually charged, you know. You never have to... That's, that's cool. It, it, it's cool, right? Now, do you want to know what's... Well, not necessarily cooler, but do you know what it could maybe possibly help us get to in the future? The past. Yes, yes. I was just going to say time <laughs> travel. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've discussed time travel many times in the yes. past. Uh, and, you know, we, we've often delved around, you know, what exactly, you know, because there's different thoughts in terms of, of um, time travel. You know, there's this, this time travel in terms of creating a paradox. You know, there's time travel about, you know, is it possible to change the past? Isn't it possible? You know, if, if you did, does that mean it was always meant to be? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Now, there's been brand new research by an Australian student who has shown through mathematical modeling, okay, that paradox-free time travel is absolutely possible. Now, what this means is, is that, think of Back to the Future, right? With Marty McFly and how he went back in time and he changed things and then that stuffed up the future. Yeah. According to this theory, which I might add, actually... Um, build, not builds off of, but it actually corroborates Einstein's theory of relativity, which actually gives it that much more uh, gravitas, mm-hmm. is how this this mathematical modeling shows that it doesn't matter what you do when you go back. It, the future is always constant. See. So in other words, so I'm mean, sorry, I don't, mean, I don't want to... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
1: no, carry well, on, carry on.
0: <laughs> Um, so so, like one of the examples they gave was like, let's say you get into a time machine, you go back to um coronavirus, right? And you mm-hmm. find patient a, patient yes. zero, patient zero, patient, zero. and you manage to keep that that person away from distributing the virus to somebody else. the yep. mathemod- the mathematical modeling showcases that it doesn't matter what you do. the events of time will always autocorrect. So if you took patient zero away, Time will manifest another patient zero without you, without your knowledge.
1: Oh, there was <laughs> it's, it's, a movie about that. Um, yes, I, I can't recall its name either. Neither can I know, but but there was a movie about that. and It was a good movie. Yes. Okay, that's cool.
0: So, so essentially, this is what they're saying. They're basically saying that you can go back as much as you want. You, there's nothing you can do to change it because... Yeah it's it, it's it's called paradox free time travel so it, no matter what you do time will always in on some level auto it correct itself so and, and there's more to it than that though so like for example um you know l- let's imagine right let's imagine you did go back and let's say you did stop patient zero if you did there would be no need for you to go back in the first place does that make sense yeah does it you get what i'm so, saying in, in, other, so that- in other words in other words if i went back now and stopped patient zero then yeah. I would prevent my future self from having the need to go back,
1: <laughs> which is a paradox. So it, it,
0: yes, which is a paradox. So, so yeah. it, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's a. It's really. It's super, super, super interesting. It is also very complex. Um, I've done my best to simplify it. <laughs> so, um, but what do you think, Ed? Hey, how fascinating See, is
1: this? When you opened into this topic. I wanted to say, it reminds me of the multiverse thing, because you go back, you do something different, you come back, nothing's changed. But in a different universe, it has.
0: That's different, though.
1: I I know. So so knowing now what I do, yeah, maybe that's why you haven't met a future you, Hans, (laughs) because it... There's no need to <laughs>
0: well, he was hoping future me or other me doesn't have back issues, right, or according to this paradox free time travel, it didn't matter if I stopped myself from hurting my back on the one day because I hurt my back the next day,
1: <laughs> exactly exactly future you <laughs> as one of those batman braces um, oh gosh. You were... <laughs> gosh, Edward, oh my
0: gosh, um and ooh, ooh, did you hear that, Edward do you what? hear that? Boom, boom, boom.
1: <laughs> That's going to be a thing now, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, I can't laugh. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies yes. and gentlemen, welcome to one of our favorite sections of Kettle. <laughs> oh my gosh, Edward. Also, and I'm so sorry, we're flying through this episode. I don't mean to, but it just, it is what it is, I suppose. Um... Okay, the dildo. Let's just get into it. Silicon dildo. Yeah, the dildo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we all so oh, just FYI for, for those who don't know, there's a difference between a dildo and a vibrator. You know the difference, eh? Oh, yes. hey? Okay, yes, cool. Those who so, might not know, just putting it out there, a dildo is something that doesn't vibrate. I know that sounds that's... really simple. <laughs> <laughs> but but basically it's 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 some sort of an um you know it's a phallic shaped object that you yeah. insert into an orifice of your choice. But it, that's all that it does. It's, it's manually operated. Whereas yeah. vibrate is different. You know, you, you get different it's things They the charge. It's got modes. Yeah. It's got little yeah. rabbit ears, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so was fascinating about this, and honestly, I stumbled on this by chance. You know, finally, I finally get a chance to contribute to the NSFW section.
1: Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. when I saw this, I was like, <clears throat> mind blown. So. <laughs> um,
0: it, it was just a fascinating story about uh-huh. um, a, a man from the 60s called yeah. um, Gosnell Duncan who made the Silicon Dildo. And, what a name. Uh, <laughs> so the way the way this story goes, from what I understand, is um, he was working on a truck, he was doing some welding, and unfortunately it wasn't supported correctly, and it basically fell on top of him and he became instantly paralyzed, which is really, really very unfortunate. Um, and he was only 37 at the time, and apparently he was also a, um, an award-winning and skilled dancer. So, I mean, you can imagine how detrimental that must be, you know, to all of a sudden lose your ability to walk. And so for, um, well, and and in addition to that, he also lost an ability to get an erection. So, therefore, you know, it it obviously had an impact on his sex life, which is very, very sad, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, with all of this in mind, you know, time went on. And um, now we're talking about the 60s now. It's a very, very, very Mm -hmm. different era of the way people lived. In yeah. the sense of, you know, back then, um, America actually had laws that outlawed how you could speak and what you could show. I mean, um, I think I've mentioned before, we were watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And it's sort of set in this time period. And uh, she's like a, a stand-up comedian. And she she goes up on stage. And she, the one day, she spoke about boobs. And then she got arrested. Because that Jeez. was apparently against the, um, against the law. Was to say anything profane. It was a profanity wow. law, basically. I know, right? So, this guy, this all of this happens in the 60s. It's obviously a very sheltered time where sex is taboo. Um nobody wants to talk about things, you know. Um but even with that said, they were dildos of the time, all right? Mm-hmm. Apparently they were they were not really great. They were pretty crude, and there were also laws in terms of who was allowed to use them. What? And yeah, I know, right? I know. So, apparently it, they were only allowed to be given to heterosexual couples first of all. And um if they were to be used for medical reasons, that was it. Those were the only two medical ways. Medical reasons. I know. <laughs> those depression. are the only two ways. Only two ways I would, remember, depression wasn't acknowledged back then. I don't know. <laughs> um, so those are the only two ways that you could actually get your hands on something like this. Uh-huh. But now there, there was more to that story, though. So if you did, the issue is that more often than not, they'd be made of um, like a heat treated rubber, which means it would melt under high temperatures. So I'm assuming under like heavy use, it would probably distort and go weird. In addition Mm -hmm. to that, they were also made from other like irritating substances. So I mean, they weren't good to be pushing in orifices. All right. Anyway, so this guy came across all of this and he went to a lot of groups back in the sixties, you know, for, for people who are paralyzed and so on and so forth. And he learned that a lot of people still wanted pleasure, you know, whether or not they could themselves experience it, they could at least help their partners experience it. So, I must also add um, that after his incident, his girlfriend of the time actually married him, which which I think is a beautiful thing, you know? Yeah. Despite the fact that he was paralyzed and et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, he wanted to still be able to, like, pleasure her in a way. So then he actually sought out um, another means of creating a dildo that could be used by anyone, as in, um, you know, um, hyper- hyper-allergic, okay? Mm-hmm. And so he actually ended up working with... Um, a chemist from General Electric, one of the biggest car companies and electronic companies back in the day. And the reason for this is because he had an idea. So when he was working on cars, there used to be something called car-grade silicon. Silicon. Okay. Car-grade. Yeah. So he, he looked at that and he, he liked the texture and the feel and that. But of course, that at the time wasn't applicable for humans. You, you couldn't use it. You would actually mm-hmm. get really sick if you did. So he then worked with scientists at GE to create a completely 100% safe, hyperallergenic silicone, and there we go. We will now have the silicone dildo. That's cool. So thank you, Gaznal Duncan, <laughs> for your your pursuit. You, you know, this is really what I want to talk about. Like, what I want to say about this guy is that he didn't give up. You know, yeah. despite what happened to him, instead of instead of feeling sorry for himself and just being like, oh, you know, I'm so over life, he actually decided, you know what? I want to make things better. I want to do something different to help people who are in the similar situation that I'm in. Yeah. And I take my hat off to this man.
1: You know, good on you.
0: Good on you uh, for, for making the world a better place.
1: <laughs> he puts a new name on sex drive. <laughs> Gosh, Edward. <laughs> That's true, though. It's true. All, all just to pleasure his woman. I, I take my hat off. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean it could be for him too. Just just because he couldn't get an erection doesn't mean he couldn't get anal play. Right? I mean I mean, guess, th- they, they did not that... go in they didn't go into specifics. I'm just assuming here. Yeah, naturally. You know? So yeah, so so that's that. Now now speaking of these of, of silicon dildos, we actually ran yeah. a piece years ago on um Avenger vibrators and dildos. Do you oh, remember gosh, that? gosh,
2: yes. <laughs> that's...
0: Actually, On speaking of, topic, we'll, we we'll, we we'll, yeah, we'll uh, I'll, look oh, before you get to your topic because this is a great segue. Um, no, no. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually going to link to that article because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, you must. Um, and now Edward will will tell you about his topic that he found.
1: No, the thing is actually <laughs> that that old ass topic you just mentioned. Yes. It it came up in in my my Google search this week. Um, what, from what, 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 what,
0: I, I don't understand. Oh, what?
1: Really? Yes. Yes. Oh. Um, and that made me go down a little bit of a rabbit hole, <laughs> which ended up on the actual topic of today, uh, which is super, you know, super euro penises. Uh, oh,
0: yes, of course. Oh, now, but listen, th- th- this also relates to, what was it, two episodes back when we spoke about Chris Evans' leaked peen?
1: Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I kind of wanted to do something around that and I just couldn't. <laughs> um, so so I ended up googling Super penis and I I on, you only get Chris Evans now if you Google that. You, by the yeah,
0: way. of course. I mean, it's the only um, one.
1: <laughs> so so it's difficult to find new sources um, uh, uh, surrounding anything else. Anyway, um, you we all know Stan Lee. Okay, he's the creator of Spider Man. He's he's pretty much the granddaddy of all Marvel superheroes, as we yes, know them. Yes. Um, he's also a very lively guy. He, he was not afraid to delve into taboo topics and make jokes or surrounding that kind of thing. That's whenever cool. I, he actually, did I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and he was he was just uh, apparently a very fun guy to interview. Um, rest his soul. And I found this most intriguing interview, or not the interview. I found the results of the interview. Yes. Um, which re- relates to the super European, now, oh. yeah. So, <laughs> so so. Tell me more. Um, uh, uh, in an interview with Vanity Fair, um, Stanley was asked about um Swamp Thing, um, uh, oh, sorry, the Thing, and okay. he was asked, uh, "Listen, since the Thing is made out of this weird orange, uh, is his penis orange yeah, that's material?" A good- <laughs> Uh what his, his what is his penis made out of? And yeah, Stanley yeah. just said well probably the same thing. But um if you were to think about penises, if Mr. Fantastic is probably the one that's the most gifted among all well, the Marvel of course, Because
0: his his entire now, ability revolves around being able to stretch
1: Exactly. <laughs> now now that made me think wow. about Ant Man and the Hulk and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And this whole entire segment is pretty much just to ask you, dear viewer and listener, who do you think, which superhero would you think would be the most gifted, not counting Mister Fantastic? Because I was, I'm sorry, I, I,
0: mean, was,
1: <laughs> I was thinking of the Hulk. Okay,
0: actually, but, that's what I meant to say. But I'm busy looking at our our Vibrate article, and <laughs> it's the one that I was staring at. Um, yes, yeah. I, I would say I would say Hulk as well, hundred percent. S-
1: Okay, but the th- reason I'm not inclined to go with the Hulk is because Why? the more intense he gets, the bigger he gets, yes, and the stronger he gets. So <laughs> yes. he's just gonna end up ripping his woman apart. Well, and we don't, I don't want that. He's
0: he's probably not gonna be able to fit it in anybody. So that that too, right? So so you, so
1: you have to he has to be disqualified by that alone.
0: Well, he could fit it into Mister Fantastic.
1: Well, i guess <laughs> or <laughs> shield i suppose oh um, yeah
0: there we go exactly Because oh, the thing by is, the way thing is, it, hold on if, if he gets stronger it means his penis gets stronger that means her vag gets stronger
1: yeah yeah that's yeah. true and by the way um Hulk news that just came out this week yeah. tatiana maslani was um cast as Hulk. oh cool is it the so, new tv show hey I think it's for the Disney Plus TV show, yes. I'm not entirely sure. You know
0: what I was thinking of now? I was just thinking of, you know, there's that that meme um, with the, the, if you put, like, you know, if you drop a cat, they always land on their feet. And if you drop a piece of toast, it always lands on the butter side down. Yeah. Yeah. And if you put them together, you get perpetual energy. So what if you put She Hulk and He Hulk together Uh, (laughs) and get them (laughs) them to pump? Just just keep pumping. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, so, so I think so Thanos that's... would probably be gifted as well. Actually, oh, actually, that, I, actually, I actually did have a link to that. Remind me to include it for a future episode where okay. somebody somebody actually calculated the size.
1: Oh, <laughs> of Thanos or the yes, ball.
0: no, of Thanos. Somebody okay. went and calculated his penis size.
1: <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll okay, remind I'll, you. I'll,
0: yeah, so, so sorry about that, viewers. I am um, if if I was in a little bit of a sound mind you know less pain um i probably would have made that link a lot sooner but we i will we will do it for another episode yeah
1: that's fine that's cool
0: <laughs> and what would you add? so so who else do you, i mean now are we talking about just marvel or marvel and dc
1: well obviously this is all marvel but i i don't care either way um, because
0: i'm kind of imagining superman would be gifted
1: i think See, Superman hey. makes me think of that one deleted Hancock scene. Um <laughs> where Hancock E he, he, he performs the, the deed on a hooker and before he ejaculates he has to like punch, push her off of him because, uh, because then you can see kill her. He, Outside of his trailer, it shoots holes in the roof, and I think that's kind of what's gonna happen with Superman as well
0: no do you, I don't I mean come on. I don't think no well I
1: mean Lois Lane got pregnant, so yeah
0: exactly so she' did, she didn't get blasted you know, yeah. anyway. so, not that we're aware of anyway, yeah um, yeah, I don't know but but Maybe. yeah you know that, that, that that's cool yeah you you are right, so for anyone who is listening to this, please let us know what you think. And yeah. that goes f- goes for, like, men and women. I know we're talking about uh, penises, yeah, now. Nah, but, I mean, like, who would have, like, an epic vag, you know? See,
1: uh, on that topic, though, um, I was also Googling superhero pregnancies. And I oh. couldn't find anything concrete. But would someone like Supergirl be able to be pregnant? Well, will yes, she be not? able to give birth? Because, yes. obviously... Her her vagina is going to be super strong. And her stomach is going to be super lean and strong. No. So look, how is that going to no, stretch?
0: No, it will stretch normally. Just remember, she's impervious to damage, right? But it doesn't yes. mean she can't move. Like, like if she has life growing in her, her body will automatically adapt. Does that make oh, okay. sense? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But but you were talking about pregnancies and stuff now, right? So I know for yeah. a fact that um Oh my gosh, I, I don't know why I can't remember anybody now. Uh, Mystique, Mystique. Mystique has given birth. She gave birth to... Um, what's, what's that character's name? Nightcrawler. The one ju- yes. And that was because she uh, made love with Azazel. Yes. So, it, it's 100% possible that, uh, you know, mutants do procreate. And I, I think heroes will as well, to a degree. Maybe, maybe. Well, look, it's a fascinating topic. Yeah, it's it awesome. Um, yeah. Also, not to mention the fact that... Um, Thanos has brothers and sisters. Remember the Eternals. Oh, that's so true. Anyway, okay. Look, we're not we're not going into like a totally different.
1: <laughs> that uh, that also reminds me of. Um, oh no, mm-hmm. I'm I'm hitting a blank. <laughs> no, well, don't worry. I, I'll put. it Okay. On well, look, look. Next now now we
0: we've spoken about you know cool dildos and vibrators on a yes. superhero theme. What about a sex doll that's superhero themed? Yeah. Uh, hey? See.
1: I was also googling Chris Evans sex dolls. Oh, <laughs> of course you <laughs> were. <laughs> well, that um, also Tuesday when you told me about your back and I told you you should get a bo- pillow. I immediately yeah. go- googled Chris <laughs> Evans body pillow. Hey, I um, wouldn't say no. Yeah, of course, but but that eventually led me down a whole another rabbit hole for more <laughs> sex robot and sex doll stuff. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, and I found out that. A ninety-nine percent accurate, sec, uh, accurate to, to human model sex doll has been created already. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. What does that mean exactly? So basically, a person has been cloned into a sex doll, essentially. <laughs> no in way layman's way, 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 way. terms.
0: So, but okay, but you, you're not. We're not talking about cloning, cloning now. You just no, mean, no, no, no. Do you mean like... replicated? Like, Okay, so they, they've attempted to replicate somebody as closely as possible to the yes. way they are, right?
1: Yes. Uh, and according to this company, it's a 99% match. Now, take that I'm as you gonna, will.
0: I, I mean, I, I know this might sound somewhat narcissistic, but yeah. like, I've always wanted a twin. I would love a 99% sex doll of myself. Not to, not to do anything with, but just to like, hey, <laughs> wow. what's up? Not to do anything
1: with, you say. (laughs) Um, The thing is, yeah, uh, we always say we'd like clones of ourselves. I don't think so, because I'm too unbearable for that. Um, I'll find myself mega annoying. (laughs) So, having a sex doll of myself, I guess, would be better, in a way. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, so so Uh, if you go to this company, maybe you can, because they are imploring Adult performers and models to come forward and give the, their bodies up for for replication <gasps> uh, just, purposes. Just a
0: quick one again. I don't know why I didn't I didn't paste this into the mm-hmm. the links today. Um, just a random one. I actually read this other article about mm-hmm. a um, a pornographic theme world opening in Japan, and all of the staff are adult actors.
1: Of course, that's that actually <laughs> makes sense. I wouldn't go to the bathroom there though. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: anyway, sorry. I carry on. ninety-nine percent, ninety-nine percent, super like close to real.
1: Yes. Now, now, um, you mentioned Japan. Now, now, the model they they <laughs> replicated is an Asian adult model named okay. Gao Jie, and essentially they used actual hair and um, uh, that's sourced I mean, human from all around. Yes, uh, sourced wow. from all around China and India, I believe, and. Um, that's and super expensive. You can see yeah. the follicles and the, wow. the goosebumps on her skin and everything. Um, up to the toes. Even the toes are like immaculately copied. Like with, with all the inaccuracies. So it's more tones. like a work of art. Yes, I guess. Um, except you can move it around and you can and have sex perform sex acts on it. <laughs> um, and it looks uncanny. Um, in the article in the show notes, there is also a video uh, oh. accompanying it and it looks real it, it really I'm, I'm does. totally
0: checking this out after this after this episode that's wow that's so cool for science for, for of um, course of course <laughs> uh, don't forget anybody no. who's listening we would we would love demo models uh, that we course. get to keep okay? definitely
1: <laughs> uh, yeah um, I don't think they're gonna ask for it back to be fair
0: you well, let's be honest here that will be one of those few things that you really don't want to have to send back
1: yeah like that's gonna be weird <laughs> just from
0: like a hygiene perspective yeah <laughs>
1: now now the company's name is ds doll and as i said before they are asking for people to come forward especially what does do you know i actually don't dynamic um, sexy
0: doll probably so-
1: <laughs> actually you might be spot on um asian companies are usually very literal with their names um so you might be super spot on yeah, yeah. um i actually don't know though and yeah they, they are asking adult performers to come forward so um, I think this post I'm linking to is about two years old now. Oh, so, wow. so, they must have
0: been, so maybe they're 99.9 percent better now.
1: Exactly. Um okay. I'll actually do no, listen, a little I'm curious, bit of What about digging. price? Now, I didn't find a concrete price, but you can buy it on Silicon Lovers, at least at the time of this writing, for around 180 US dollars or something. No way. Um, no I way it's couldn't find a good pr- price on it. It, like it can't be. Concrete it price. can't
0: be. I mean, Bec- the, the, look, this one is what, 99% accurate, right? Yes. I, I know normally these are in the thousands
1: of dollars. Exactly. And the thing is that the website as well was only Asian. I couldn't tr- translate it to get uh, nice results. Ma- 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 so, maybe
0: maybe they were just selling like a silicone sleeve of a vagina or something. That would be more accurate for that pricing maybe, than, maybe. than something else. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I, I'm not too soon. As I said, I will do a bit of digging to see what their newest stuff is all about. Um, okay. And, yeah. And I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing slowly have... reading
0: ahead here. Sorry, I don't yeah. mean to. But mm-hmm. can we please get one of these devices? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> the, the, before we move on to the next device, I yeah. am, I just found their UK website. The DSL okay. UK website branch yes um and we'll link to that uh, it's okay, cool. it's not mobile friendly unfortunately oh now honestly in, in
0: 2020 come on y'all
1: yeah i, I want to be I able to that. buy
0: my sex dolls from my phone please e-
1: exactly <laughs> okay so now what you've been reading hans and dear listeners this looks fascinating is called the ArcWave ion now what it is is basically a sex toy for men well, it is a sex toy for men, um, but it's instead of the usual flashlights, this one is a machine that you put around your penis, and then it it jerks you off using <laughs> waves, using airwaves. And it's marketed to give the men the female orgasm.
0: Oh, I, I don't believe that. Um, because, I didn't I mean, believe
1: it either. Yeah. So I read further. And I found a review from ngadgets <laughs> oh, oh wow, yeah, a very recent review as well. It's literally a few days old, and essentially the uh, the writer's called Daniel Cooper, and he said yeah it's it's the most it's the strangest orgasm he's ever had. Um, now obviously he can't attest to if it feels like a female's orgasm. Obviously not. Yeah. But yeah. but it's nothing like he's ever experienced before, and that's fascinating to me because the male that, orgasm can only be experienced good. in so okay. many ways.
0: You see, look, look. This is the whole thing. So, like, my understanding of orgasm, right, is that yeah. Um. Obviously, we have them as men, cool, but yeah. ours are far inferior. To the female yes. variant, whereby yes. you know for fee- for, the, and I understand why they're calling it arc wave because when ladies have them, they actually have waves of pleasure. Well, assuming you're actually able to help them, or if they are able to actually have an orgasm with the See? whole body, like like thrusts, and you know they arc their back and like you, you know they actually they shudder because that's See? how intense it is.
1: Yeah, that that that's exactly what. The the point of the arc wave is it's it's awesome. meant to simulate that extreme intensity that those but waves you see, of pleasure. What what I'm wondering and
0: about now does it make it last longer? Because th- that's the other thing. So like for mm. for um, for women they can have, but it can go for like minutes, you know. Yeah. Whereas for us it's like uh, like fifteen seconds, not even five seconds, and you're like, okay, and then it's done. We're we're good. I feel good now, but that's it. You know, there's yeah. no like uh, lingering wave or shuddering or see, you know.
1: I don't know if it lasts longer because that the male orgasm is designed to be a quick um, <laughs> injection more than anything else it's meant to be quick delivery um, yeah. in the most basic survival terms and i don't know if, if the actual orgasm will last longer but daniel did say that going from cold like like called booting his his pleasure process, stimulation process to finish. It took him about fifteen minutes. Um one F- five. So, fi- 15, oh, 15. 15. That's still so, long. That's long. But but that yeah. means this device going from flaccid to erect to orgasm will is is so good that it within fifteen minutes uh, it'll uh, let I you see, go. You
0: know, you know what? I think maybe that's what it does. Mm. So let, let's just be real here. Let's be really frank, right? Mm-hmm. So as a guy, you can do it super quick if you really want yes. to. You yeah, know? you can
1: do it in minutes. We're talking
0: like, yeah, if not less, right? Yeah. So maybe what this does is it not necessarily teases, but it prolongs it. Does that make sense? Maybe. And then obviously the long the, the longer you take, because I mean, I, I, I know this from experience as well. The longer you take to get to that point of no return, the more powerful it is. Yeah, the, more the yeah. feeling. So it's yeah. possible this might be it. This might be it. could be, very well be. Um, yeah.
1: Now, now oh, I'm, not oh, having... I'm so
0: curious. Now, how much is this thing?
1: It's. Uh, this is also about 150 USD, or uh, That's sorry, not so yeah, bad. it's 200 USD. 200. Okay,
0: so we're going to add this to the possible list of things to get in for Ghetto. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, no, <laughs> For real though, like I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm curious I'm about this. This is like this, so, is, this is, and it's, it's not super expensive either. So we can, you know, we'll have a little kitty for it. We can sit on the side and then eventually get something like it. Hey, yeah. what do you listeners
1: think? Hey, yeah, would you like tell to us hear what we have to say about if it? If you would like a a review <laughs> from us around the Arcwave Iron. Now, now we've we've spoken a lot about the the experience, but it looks weird though for for a pleasuring device. It looks. Uh, Daniel equates to about a humidifier uh, looking kind of thing. Um, I wouldn't say all, that. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really look like that.
1: It looks like a little plastic pocket more than anything <clears throat> yeah. else.
0: Yeah. Um, it doesn't look very comfortable, to be perfectly honest. Yeah.
1: That's what I find strange as well. Yeah. Now, it, it, it's uh, the, the device is plastic. It's, it's very hard. It's not soft or silicone based at all, um, which means they had to create it so you can take it apart to clean it um, yes. and it's also open at the end in uh, um, to make the airways I'm better
0: curious about this now really yeah i so want to know how it works so so there's no it it doesn't look like this physical stimulation. no it's
1: it's all air that's so um, interesting so, so so basically it 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 has little canals that it sends through and strokes your penis um With the air, and that's why it's open at the end. So, I'm reading here. um, Apparently, it's quite loud. It sounds like a (laughs) new. It's got a mute button. Uh, So, so (laughs) essentially, it's got three buttons: volume, uh, sorry, speed up and down, and mute. Now, it's a very loud device, according to Daniel. Um, Correct. Because that's all anybody wants, right? Especially if you're
0: living with other people.
1: (laughs) Imagine a (laughs) in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's probably like. and then everybody's yeah. gonna be like, mm-hmm. we Well Daniel what says doing. <laughs> it sounds like a pneumatic drill, so more like Hunts, <laughs> 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 what have you been doing last night? Uh I put nothing, a new frame up. I put <laughs> it uh, <laughs> I put a new rack on my wall. Edward
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I'm laughing so much and I'm in so much pain. <laughs> Sorry.
1: So so, essentially, <laughs> what happens is the device doesn't work until it de- detects skin. Now, the mute button um, makes it softer, so it takes the detection part of it away. So, okay. um, if you put your your penis in, uh, you just have to operate it manually instead of doing it automatically. Um, oh, and then most the fun of in the that? most of the sound goes hey. away. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know, but. It, it's no. at least got the option. <laughs> now, in, in terms of battery, though, um, and this is what shocked me. The battery only lasts about 50 minutes to an hour, and it recharges for, for 85 minutes. So it's oh, got a tiny is... battery uh, and a see... long-lasting battery. But you
0: see, this is why we need carbon-based Computing. exactly okay
1: <laughs> like like, imagine you could power this by just touching it and moving around with it's,
0: it d- just because it's on your peen boom. exactly nothing else for you to do yeah, yeah um and yeah so this is fascinating this is really really it's cool super I mean, I, fascinating. I mean I, mean, I mean I would have never thought of just compressed air yeah you know it's, to, it's weird it's a weird it's concept incredible, actually
1: i guess you can get off of by anything if it's just done right to be fair you don't Look, need you to know, skin know when, when, I, when
0: I first saw this, and it was saying, um, you know, give uh, men the, the female orgasm, I actually thought that this was some sort of a prostate stimulator. So I, when you I did, actually, well. when you went into it and you were telling me no, it's a pleasure airstroker, I was actually quite taken aback. Yep. To be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, it's wow, it's so, quite
1: fascinating.
0: That's very very interesting. So okay, cool. So we have three things on our list so far, right? We yes. have um, Gwyneth Paltrow's. Gwyneth Paltrow's. Yeah, the other lady who I can't remember her. Erica Badu, Erica Badu, yes.
1: Also. <laughs> By the and way, I, I feel so embarrassed. Um, I what? said Erica Badu is a fashion model or something. I I couldn't recall <laughs> what she was. She's a jazz and soul singer, and I actually oh. have a lot of her albums. And oh. I only <laughs> made the connection when one of her songs came up last night.
0: Uh, well, here, here's hoping so. she doesn't hear you say that, hey? From yeah. a previous, uh... well, but that makes sense because soul and. Um, uh, uh, Sorry.
1: (laughs) She's a jazz and soul singer, but soul and art. Jazz and soul is
0: very evocative.
1: Yes. Uh, So, so yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I guess that's the end of our NSFW section. Yeah. (laughs) That actually sounded very Catholic It did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) being ordained in all things. Wow, that was that was actually really good, Edward. Um, yeah. This 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 episode was very decent. It lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. Very I... good topics, especially that NSFW section, because I think this is the first time we've actually spoken so long about NSFW, and In a I while. personally loved it. I loved yeah. it. Um, it was proper proper discussion today, actually. Exactly. Um. So so yeah, I am starting to feel the need for a painkiller, so I'm okay. going to. <laughs> Say thank you, everybody, for once again tuning in to Gettle. Um, Edward and I love doing this. And also, while while we're on the topic of it, I just want to say that we are very close to 1,000 downloads of Gettle podcast episodes.
1: So close, in fact. Last we checked, it was... Five hundred, and then suddenly it shot up to. It just shot up, yeah. Weird amount, and I think when we look next, now probably tonight, it will be very close (laughs) to, if not over, one thousand. Look,
0: look, we 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 are closing in on a thousand, and I'd really just want to say thank you so much. Yeah, thank you to everybody who who tunes in weekly. You know, for the the comments, for the DMs, um, especially the NSFW stuff. I'm just saying, we're just putting it out there, and all of the <laughs> other cool and fun things that you that that you all do send to us, we we love it, and um, especially for because there, there are certain members out there who give us really really long and wonderful feedback. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that Edward and I both always read through it, even if yeah. we, even if. Like, i mean i know I, i'm sometimes just like i want to re- re- respond but it's like so busy sometimes but we read it all and as i've mentioned before it's a huge highlight for me to actually see all the feedback exactly. i know it is for edward as well he loves yeah. it just as much um so yeah th- thank you so much for 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 sticking with us for this long and for tuning in this is episode 34 coming to a close and for those of you who are interested very much in playstation 5 versus xbox series x please do check out our bonus episode um in terms of our social media this week you will notice that there isn't much happening and that's really because i am not in the right space to be sitting and working for several hours yeah. a day right
1: now you literally can't um, so. yeah i
0: literally i literally can't like I'm, I'm kind of like at my limit right now um for this yeah. episode but yeah but thank you so much to everybody um hopefully i'll be a lot better next week i am seeing doctors and chiros and uh it has been very painful but good thus far edward knows everything as always mm-hmm. um but yeah that that's about it thank you so much Ep- episode 34 out of close. hey edward so yeah. thank you everybody um, thank we'll have you. a wonderful week ahead and we'll see you for episode 35 ciao for now bye bye